Well, many people in this audience are familiar with the work of uh, Rabbanit Rivka Segal. I'm talking about Mrs. Rivka Siegel, who, of course, um, delivers Urim online that are very, very popular around the world. She's also the author of an incredible presentation about Tehillim. Uh, if you go to livingtehillim.com, livingtehillim.com, you'll see two books already uh, that have been completed. Uh, plus what we're talking about this morning, which is the handbook to accompany Tehillim 119 video course. There's a video course on Tehillim Kufyud Test. That's the chapter of Tehillim that uh, goes by the Aleph Bays. That is in the order of the alphabet, the Hebrew alphabet. And um, Mrs. Rifka Siegel has a handbook to accompany the video course. It's called Living Tehillim, Growth from Aleph to Tuf with Tehillim 119. So we're highly recommending that everybody, especially those of you in the audience, who are into Tehillim, and boy, are there people in the community around the world who are into Tehillim, Baruch Hashem. It's amazing. Tehillim's a life changer. Uh, go to the website. Go to Living Tehillim with two L's. Living Tehillim, well, I guess three L's to be uh, to be, uh, <laughs> to be be exact, but you get, you, you get what I'm saying. LivingTehillim.com. Use promo code RADIO, and you get a 20% discount on whatever it is that you're purchasing. Again, it's 20% off. If you um, if you use promo code radio, with that in mind, Mrs. Rifka Segal, a pleasure to welcome you back to JM in the AM. Good morning, good morning. It's good to be there. Thank you for the opportunity. A hundred percent. And whenever we speak to someone in Yerushalayim or anywhere in Israel, right after a uh, an attack that has taken the lives of our brothers and sisters, we always want to reiterate just how positive and how incredible it is to actually live in Israel. Obviously, we're all mourning uh, the uh, the lives that were taken Friday night in the Yaakov, but. Uh, Rabbanit Rivka Segal, you can assure everybody, as somebody who has uh, lived in Israel for almost 20 years, uh, that it doesn't deter people like you from enjoying the beauty and the incredible ability to live in the Holy Land. Well, if anything, it just increases our determination and our determination to live here and um, uh, this chus, the merit that we have to be here. And I, I do want to add something about the, the horrible story that we had on Shabbos and that still exists in the families, that, the losses that we have. And that is that um, what we're doing today in our learning of Tehillim that we're going to do in the next few minutes should be in their memory. And when we, when we think of, well, what can we do? And so everyone thinks like, what am I supposed to do? And certainly if they need funding and support, we, we need to help the families. But in addition, we turn to Tehillim. Why do we turn to Tehillim? It's not just because we need to say something to keep our mouths moving and speaking words that we don't understand, but really Tehillim is there to transform us. And our transformation that we go through is really what ultimately brings changes in the world and, and, and brings this chus of merit for those who who were horribly, horribly killed on Friday night. Well said and much appreciated. And as... Uh... As we watch different episodes happen around the world, and of course in Israel, uh, we pray for the safety of all of us and our brothers and sisters in every type of situation. It's a, uh, for many, it's a precarious situation uh, uh, happening uh, these days in so many different communities. So again, with the help of the one above, we should all be safe and sound. And as you just said, we'll dedicate this morning's conversation to the memory of those we lost this past Friday night. Uh, you know, it's interesting. You, you, 
uh, made available to the public, and again, I call everyone's attention to livingtohillim.com. You made available to the public the first volume of Living to Hillim, which was, you know, understood, chapters 1 through 30, of course, you know, starting from the beginning. But then you went to chapters 90 to 118, some of the very popular uh, chapters of Tehillim in what officially is volume four, but is the second book available from the series. And that were, it contained the Mizmorim of Hallel and Kabbalat Shabbat and Baruch Inafshi and Mizmor Lasoda, different things that are really familiar to people who, who spend their at least part of their day uh, davening. Uh, and that is available. Why the direction of, after those two works, to concentrate on chapter 119? Well, I have to say that there's another book coming out any day that's that's 31 until 62. That would be volume two. And, um, that, that, so that's volume two. And the fourth, the third volume is actually also on its way. Wow. 119 I was doing actually as a, as a course. And, and the reason I chose to do 119 is because it was the one to help that I always, you know, just like many times people see 119 on the Tehillim list and they make sure that they sign up for something else first so they don't get stuck with, uh, with 119. 22 times 8, go, right? How many psukim is that? 22 in times 8. It's 176 psukim. Wow. There's no story in this song. It's not like you hear a story. You hear just 176, I want to call them like memes, right. you know, statements, one right. after the other after the other. And the words are not always so easy to understand as, as well. Um but uh, the reason I chose it because we were we were working through it, and I was going through all 150, and we got to 119. And the first time I did 119 as a teacher for students, I, I fell in love with the parak with the with the song, as did all my students because it's the most. I, I if we could choose, we can't because every song is the most amazing song in Tehillim, but. Even even Chazal and the commentators talk about this is the monumental song in Tehillim. It's an incredible song, and so there's no way not to do 119. So really, what what's available is the handbook, but the handbook accompanies the course, which has 22 one hour, a little bit more than one hour shiurim on the Tehillim of Kufiyat test wow. of 119. So every letter gets its own hour. That's pretty amazing. Uh, frankly, uh, we generally associate this chapter, and I guess this is really a good place to start in terms of its analysis. We associate this chapter um, with a memorial. We associate this chapter. We are told, tradition tells us, that if someone, for instance, passes away whose name is Moshe, just using this as, as an example, uh, one would recite the eight psukim for Mem, the eight psukim for Shin, and the eight psukim then for Hay in commemoration uh, of that person's memory. And this is done uh, on the graveside, when one visits on a yard site, etc., etc. How is it, or why is it, that that when one uses Tehillim to pray for someone who's ill, or Lahavdil, someone who who has passed away, uh, why is it that this one, that this chapter, has become so associated with that practice? I have to tell you, I'm not, I, I look in a number of sources, and I'm not 100% clear why this has been so, um, so much incorporated into something that we think of as a memorial. I think simply that the letters, what the letters of Kofiates tell us, or what we do is we, we go through the name um, of the person who died with the letters of Kufiates, and, and each letter in Kufiates represents 
the characteristics uh, of that letter. Right. And when your name is Moshe, for example, exactly how I can understand this, I really can't understand this that well. Obviously, it's beyond beyond our simple understanding, but the letters of your name really distinguish who you are. It's, right. it's like your DNA. And therefore, you're describing the person when you're going through the psukim of his or her letter. And when someone's ill and you say her name or his name with the letters, you're, you're describing the person. You're giving the essence of who that person is. And I want to add to this, and every time I've finished teaching this course and I've taught this course, I would say six or seven times already, at the end of the course, what we all do is we write our own names with, with um, the letters of the of the Kufites, of my name's Rivka, take the, the eight sukkim of, of the Reish and the Beis and the Kuf and the Hay and, and look at how the sukkim describe my essence. And then we go to the next step and we say, well, pick one of the sukkim of Reish and one of, I'm, I'm using my name right now, Rivka, Art, Reish, Zav, Kuf, Hay, one Pasuk of Reish, one Pasuk of Beis, one Pasuk of Kuf, one Pasuk of Hay to really describe who you are. Because if you look at the sukkim of your name, and you look at them carefully and you understand what they mean, it's definitely going to give you guidance and insight into who you are. Phenomenal. Absolutely love it. Uh, Mrs. Rivka Siegel, Rabbanit Rivka Segal, is with us live via telephone, livingtohillam.com, livingtohillam.com. Everything available there is now at a 20% discount if you use promo code radio. There's discussion, and I think you and I have discussed this on the air before, about the authorship of Tehillim, and I say it that way because tradition tells us that David Amelach, King David himself, is responsible for being the author of Tehillim, yet there are traditions in terms of others, whether it be Adam Arishon, Moshe Rabbeinu, and others who might have participated in the process of getting to 150 chapters. Do we know if Kufyutes is, uh, is specifically attributed to King David? That's a very good question. And if you look at the actual Tehillim, it's not attributed to King David, wow. but it's not attributed to anyone else either. Mm. So many of the traditional commentaries will contribute it to King David and also integrate his personal stories into the Pesukim. But it is, we cannot say for sure, and there are those who will say the singer without attributing it to David. But, I, but when you say Kruf it's not about David and it's not about anyone else. It's about you. And it's so clear, or me, it's so clear in the Tzukim, because unlike um, many other Tehillim, the beginning of 176 Tzukim, the first three Tzukim, is, a, is an objective uh, piece about, it's like the narrator is talking about the, the praiseworthy or, or the people on the path, path of perfection. And after the first three Tzukim, every single Pasuk is about I. And it's about I, it's about me. There's no them or there's them. But if you're not giving muster or you're not chastising anyone else, it's all about how I'm going to use every situation in my life, whether it's a challenge, whether it's a joy, whether whatever it might be, a boring day, whatever it might be in my life, I'm going to use it to become a better person and to learn more Torah and to learn what God wants from me. And it's all about me. And so perhaps if it said something about David in the story, it would detract or distract from thinking it's not about David, it's about my personal story in my regular day or my challenging day or my amazing fun day that I'm going through. That could be one of the reasons, I think we've discussed this before as well, why people are so drawn to Tehillim, because it's so personal in general. I mean, Kufya Tess certainly, as you just described, but Tehillim in general 
is so personal and feels so personal whenever somebody is reaching out to the one above by reciting Tehillim. Uh, Rabbanit Rivka Segal is with us live via telephone, livingtehillim.com. By the way, outside of Ashrei, and I know Ashrei is not all 22 letters, I, I understand that, outside of Tehillah Ladavid, which is uh, one of the famous chapters of Tehillim, is there any other chapter of Tehillim that is that is Aleph Bet uh, dependent? Yes. Yes, there are. I'll give you the classic one, Avar Hashem B'chol Eis Perik Lamed Galad. And there, there are others that go in, in couple and threesome. This this one is different than the others because even Tehillah of is Ashrei, that does go according to the Aleph base, is, is to show that you praise Hashem with every single letter of the Aleph base. Right. And it's more of using the Aleph base to help you understand the totality of the praises. Or sometimes it's, some commentaries talk about not with Tehillah with David, but with others, that it's there to make it easier to remember. If it's in alphabet order, right. then it's easier for you to remember it. But with, with Kuf Yudet, it's not talking about Aleph through Tuf in an easier way to remember the Pesukim that it's there. It's the Aleph through Tuf concept is to teach us about Aleph through Tuf. There are 22 tools that Hashem put into the world. It's 22 you want to think about it from physics, from science, chemistry, the 22 elements right. that Hashem put into the world. And therefore, the Pesukim are, we need to understand the element of Aleph, what the Aleph represents, at least on some level, and the Beth and the Gimel and the Dalit. And then we need to understand how to use this tool. Like, how do you, how, when you're in a place of Aleph, when you're in a place of beginning, when you're in a place of starting off, when you're in a place of oneness, how do you move forward? And the psukim of the Aleph are going to help us get into that place of how do we move forward. And then when we get to the Pasuk of Bet, and the, the, the letter Bet, the Bet says, you know, come inside, the bite, you have to move inside. And there's a, a nice place to sit in the place of Bet where you have to have Bina, you have to have understanding, understanding introspection. And then the psukim of Bet in Kofiatet, those eight psukim will tell us what do we do in our bite, in our place, in our place of introspection. What do we think about? And then I'm not going to do all the letters with you now, but that, <laughs> that's the idea. <laughs> no, I get it. That's really cool, frankly. <laughs> it's, it, it, it's, it's not just cool. It's so instructive. It's <laughs> life-changing. A hundred percent. It's not just... you understand that there's nothing that's bad in life. If, if you're going through a hard time and you think this is bad, it's not. You're in a place of Dalid, and Dalid is a weak place. But even in this place of weakness, there's so many ways to grow and develop. And so, so when you understand where you're at in life and what tool you need to use, and then you go into those sukkim and kufiyatet, those eight sukkim, that helps you use that tool at the time in your life that you need to use the tool. Uh, for information about joining Rabbanit Rifka's uh, classes, uh, or um, uh, information about the video course on Living to Hillam 119, or the books, etc. Uh, go to uh, livingtohillam.com, livingtohillam.com. Make sure to use promo code radio for your 20% discount site-wide. You know, I um, I have I have a certain, I've been asked to speak about tefillah, about prayer, uh, in certain venues, which I enjoy tremendously when I'm able to make the presentation. I do a whole bunch of, you know, different observations about, um, about davening. And one of the things that I love concentrating on is Ashrei, because, I mean, we know how central Ashrei, Yehichavot, and Ashrei are to our tefillah. 
Uh, but I I enjoy the element of the, uh, you know, the organized fashion of the Aleph bet, frankly. But there's a part of Ashrei, and I always say this whenever I speak about it, uh, there's a part of Ashrei starting with Samech that to me is extra special compared to the rest. Those psukim, Somech Hashem, Oflim, which I still make an argument that to me it might be just as important a pasuk as Pasech Hasidecha, the Ayin. Um, and of course, the tzaddik, tzaddik Hashem, Korov Hashem, the whole Korov, I mean, Shomer Hashem. I mean, when I hit the Samech and Ashrei, it's a different prayer for me, frankly. It's a different type of feeling. I am wondering, as unfair a question as this is for you, if one were to study one of the 22 in Kufyud tests, which letter would you highly recommend? That's a very interesting question. First of all, if your name is Nahum, I would maybe start with the Nun. Right. And that, that's the beginning. Nahum and then David, you'd start with the Dawid. So very much, and this is maybe why we say it for people who are, are ill, it, 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 in their name, because different people, the answer is different for every single person. Mm. The answer is also different where we're at. If we're at the beginning of a project, don't start with Samach, that you're already falling. Right. That you're not going to, you know, what am I going to do when it doesn't work? Don't start with the Samach. Start at the beginning. Ashrei Haish. I feel very proud. I feel very praiseworthy. I feel very excited about my project. I'm going to aim on the Tzaderach, on the way of Tzimut, of purity, of perfection. This is going to be the best fill in the blank that it ever, that ever was. And so if you're starting a project, you go to Aleph. If you're in the project and you have like a little bit of a, uh, an issue <laughs> it isn't not working the way you want it to do, then go to Somech, then go to the concept of the Samach, how Hashem is surrounding you all the time, and, and even though you feel like you're falling, you're not. You're being surrounded, and use those cooking of Kufya tests um, to help you feel surrounded and supported so that you can continue and start again at the hour. Amazing. If Amazing. You, so that, that's really, you know, if you're in a place of depression, of things falling apart, don't start off and feel bad, like there's no way I can dream about the future. I can't make it through the next minute. Then you go to Dalit, which is the letter of Dalut, of weakness, of, of a place where you feel like you're not able to stand up. Okay, you're about to fall over. Think of what the letter Dalit looks like. The letter Dalit has a, has a board that it's holding that's so uneven. It's standing straight on like one little tippy toe, and it's, it's going to fall over. There's no way a Dalit can stand like that. It needs help. So if you're in a place where you feel like you really need help, then go to the letter of Dalit, and that's where you should start. So it's very important to understand who you are and what you're going through, and then you know exactly the psukim that you should learn today. You know, it's funny that you call it living Tehillim because, uh, look, I mean, <laughs> not, not to uh, minimize any other safer of Tanakh, obviously. Uh, they're all incredible lessons and, and, and well, worth, well worth studying uh, and incorporating into our lives. But there is something about Tehillim that seems very lively, that seems it's literally speaking to us, helping us get through life, helping us live life. Uh, you know, it's, it's just it, it's amazing how contemporary it is. Um, you know, for someone, especially for people in this era, and you know, so many people, so many people are far removed from the holy works that were, you know, created so long ago. So it's uh, really nice that you call it living to Hillam because it does sound like, uh, uh, from what the way you're describing it, that uh, if people would explore it more, they would find much more satisfaction with life. A hundred percent. It really shouldn't even be called living to Hillam. It should be called living Torah because to Hillam 
especially you see this in the Kufya test in 119, is really David and then everyone after him trying to struggle to use the Torah to incorporate it into their own individual lives to become who they need to, to be within the structure of what God wants them to do. Everyone wants to be the best that they were created to be. And so it's really not about living Tehillim. It's Tehillim is about living Torah. And then through that, we get to the next level of, well, at least, you know, look at the verses in Tehillim and try to use them to help you with your life. But really what Tehillim is, is a person's struggle to live the life of Torah. But that's a different discussion for a different time. Yeah, and a really important one, and I'm glad you brought that up and made that association, frankly. By the way, one of our listeners uh, just posted on the app. She writes, my daughter lives in the Vayako. The terror attack was on her block. A horror, and I can only imagine. And as we said, we're dedicating this conversation to those who were taken from us by the enemy this past Friday night. LivingTheHillam.com, everybody. Check it out. Uh, it's the uh, uh, the video. The online classes, the books, everything 20% off now. If you use promo code radio, Mrs. Rifka Siegel, Rabbanit Rifka Segal, uh, is, the, um, is the author of the commentary and is the one who delivers these incredible lectures to people around the world. Thank you so much for joining us this morning and the Hatzlacharaba with Kufyud Tess and all the other chapters. Thank you very much for the honor and for the fruit. Appreciate that very, very much. Continued Hatzlacha. More coming up. It's Monday. It's JM in the AM.